Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, a world champion in three different sports, and of course, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I spar with Justin Labar. That's right, Justin Labar break down all the top stories this week in pro wrestling. And speaking of one of the top stories, new and one half of your knockouts, tag team champions with Impact Wrestling, Tasha Steeles joins us. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Justin, you, you just <laughs> popped me. You just popped me so major. I, I wish that uh, all the fans could see that you <laughs> have on the Ray Finkel shirt. Nice. Ray oh, Finkel man, football I love that. camp. The Ray Finkel oh, football camp. Man, that's awesome. Now I'm going to have to go out and find me a... Um, I got to find me a Ray Finkel shirt. I, I'll find you one, just, Mark. Give me, get, give me your size. I'll get it to you. I'm a 2X now. I, man, I used to be a 5X, 6X. Now I'm a 2. Oh, we can I'll find you a, two. a 2X. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the biggest, you know, rock and roll aficionado. And um, is it just me or does it sound like Kid Rock will... Kid Rock could kind of sound like uh, Axl Rose at times. Is it just though, me? there are though there are times, and I'm I'm a I'm a kid. I'm a, uh, and I you 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 can get crap for this, but I am a big Kid Rock music fan. Uh, I think he's one of the best live performers I've ever seen. There are times when he gets in that mode, especially in like uh, God knows why. In some songs, he gets to a register that is like an Axl Rose kind of like. It's like that, that. That's not what he actually sounds like, is it? But he he gets his voice, right. and I'm sure the producers get and the engineers get his voice to a place where it's a little bit different. But I'm gonna tell you, Axl Rose could have sang any kind of music. He could have sang country. He could have sang rock and roll. He could have sang. Well, he did sing rock and roll. He could have sang soul, <laughs> blues. And his voice was so damn good that I think that I would like to see him do a couple of cover albums like soul albums, doing like the old schools, like what we listen to today, you know, KC and the Sunshine Band type stuff. Man, he killed that stuff. And I, I, get tor- I get torn with Axel because uh, here's why. Uh, obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge ACDC fan. And the first opportunity I got to see ACDC in concert was several years ago. And Brian Johnson, the, the you know who's been the lead singer since 1980, uh, this was the tour that he got basically booted. He was having hearing problems, and so they replaced him with Axel. So I go and I get to see ACDC with Axel as the you know the big big deal replacement singer, and you know which is great. And you know I, we, we rocked out, and then, you know you saw Angus playing, you saw the you know you saw all the theatrics that you come to hear about an ACDC concert. But like I still have this kind of like. Because eh, I wanted to see Brian Johnson, I feel yeah, bad that like here's Axl Rose, who's 
you know, this is rock and roll legend, right? And I and I feel like I don't fully appreciate it because I didn't go there to see Axl Rose. I didn't go there to hear uh, Sweet Child of Mine and, and Paradise City. That's not, I was there to hear Brian Johnson. And so, like, I'm kind of like in this like little stuck stuck morally of like, man, I got to see Axl Rose. That's pretty freaking cool. Do not you, a lot of people got to say bad? that in the last 25 years. You, I feel bad. Do you feel bad about Brian Johnson not being able to perform the way that he performed when he was younger? Well, I feel bad the way that everything happened. You know, he had a hearing issue, and the again the band you know the band's run by the Young Brothers, and they and Angus especially, and they kind of booted him out. I'm happy he's now back with them. They got new music yeah. out, and and we're we're hope we're hoping once life gets back to normal, they're going to tour. And I've said it to my close friends. I've said it to my wife. I said the close. The, I don't care if it's a you know I prefer five hours or less. I don't care if it's an eight hour drive. Or, or, or a flight that's going to cost me whatever. I'm like, the nearest that I can get to from from Pittsburgh, I'm getting to a concert site because I am not going to – because this might be the last chance. I am going to see ACDC with Brian Johnson. I don't care what it takes. You're, you're right. right and, man. and a couple of things, and I know this is a wrestling show, and I know a lot of times people get upset when we get into the music, but when, we, when you dive into a conversation like this, I got to give my opinions on a couple of different things. Number one, Mark, first and foremost, like – I got to see Guns N' Roses their last time around. And he and Axel did a cover of Glenn Campbell's Wichita Lineman, which was phenomenal. So, like, he can. You're absolutely right. He can do country. He can do, you know, he can do soul. I've I've seen him perform that. Now. Mm, uh, I've never seen him in concert, so. Yeah, and, and I'll get to that in a second. But Josh Freeman who has been a longtime employee of Sirius XM, and he's working on the show today because Ed Robinson never showed up. So Gabby had to like go into his role, and Josh had to be called in last second. He's sending me messages about how Axel was the perfect frontman for ACDC, and the best incarnation of ACDC was with Axel Rose. Josh Friedman, you should be thankful that we're doing these shows from home right now and we're not in studio because it might get physical between the two of us if we were close oh, to one another. Shit. Because there is no way that Axl Rose was the best frontman of ACDC. Not with some of the legendary songs from a Bon Scott or a Brian Johnson. So, sir, you are wrong. So wrong. You know what? You know who's going to decide whether or not after, like we, Justin, I want you to get your get your shit in and 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 yep. give us what's going on in wrestling today. But I know for a fact that before this show is over, we're gonna take a call, and the first call that we get, they'll be the one to decide who is the best. So you know what? If you got it's a, not uh, Axel Rose. What, it, well, that's not up to what, you. It's it's up to the is- nation. What is Josh going to say next that the best version of the NWO was when it was Jeff Jarrett, Stevie Ray, and Bret Hart? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Fraud. Fraud. What's going on here? Uh, But I'm glad, glad, Justin, that you got it back to wrestling because there is a lot to get into from the week that was. First of all, Mark and I haven't had a chance uh, to talk about it, but it sounds like WWE backstage is back, Justin. Hey, for uh, for one night only, and a uh, one night only sounds better than no night. Um, yeah, it, lo- it looks like the night before uh, WrestleMania, they're going to do a, a special on FS1. Uh, Renee Young, Booker T, back wow. on it. And I mean, look, this is this is interesting. Uh, first off, I mean that's just exciting for a fan. I, I think uh, that WWE has has done a lot of trial and error 
with talking head shows. We've seen different attempts, uh, you know, with the, the at the desk shows for pre shows for post shows for for network specials. Uh, but I think the, the WBX stage was was really, you know, I thought it was. I thought it was well done. I thought the formula, I thought the entire format was, was the best attempt. And, and obviously um, a large part of it was, it was also Fox ran from the best that I understand. So, you know, you get, you get some TV people into it. It's not, it's not all just controlled in house. And I thought it went well. So that's exciting for fans to have it on. What's the biggest weekend in the wrestling world, which is WrestleMania weekend, especially if this is a WrestleMania that actually has some fans back. If this is the, the, the slow return to, to some uh, normalcy. Um, and also, this is big for Renee Young. You know, Renee, Renee Young, she she has the ball. She owns full possession of the ball. And what I mean is, you know, like you know, she left WWE. WWE didn't push her out. She decided to leave WWE, right? And and what is a, what is a very what what wrestling Twitter and wrestling fandom can be very divisive as much of the country. We're all hearing about the word unity, and we need to get back to that this week. Wrestling fandom can be very divisive, but I'll tell you what. You got to search for a day and maybe a day and a half to find wrestling fans who don't like Renee Young. She's yeah, just wildly true. popular. And this goes back to her days, I think, in Canada on the score with, with Jimmy and Arda. You know, she, she's a knowledgeable and passionate uh, sports and wrestling fan. Uh, she, 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 she's an attractive. That never hurts. Um, she, she, she handles herself with grace. I mean, she has a, she has a funny, hum, humil, humiliating wit to herself. Yep. And so this is big. I mean, the, the fact that, 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 that she's able to be able to come back this quickly from her departure, even if just for one night only, that just shows you the kind of the power she holds in her own brand and her own uh, in terms of um, momentum and, and, and leverage. Well, I, I hate to break it to you, uh, Justin, it's breaking news. But um, it's not one night only. Um, this is going to be, uh, we're coming back, and we're coming back on, for this Royal Rumble. But we're not canned. Uh, we, we're going to be back. And, um, you know, I can't expose the dates and all of that stuff. But uh, under good advice, uh, the show will be back. Well, that's All right. that's great news. Breaking news. <laughs> How about <laughs> the guy who breaking breaks news. news is getting news broken to that's, him on his own segment? I love it. That's this great is news. Awesome. This is awesome. But I, I I agree. I mean, first of all, Justin, you're 100 percent right. And Mark, I know you can you'll agree with this too. You can't find anybody that has a bad word to say about Renee. I mean, she's not just a at phenomenal all. person. I mean, seriously. And and just, you know what? Renee is the girl that could hang out with the boys and nobody would notice. Nobody would say anything until somebody said something crass and then somebody would go, hey man, come on now. You know Renee's here. And they go, oh shit. God damn it, I forgot. <laughs> like she, I'm serious. Like she is, man, like one of the coolest ladies I ever met in my life. And uh, I, I look forward to uh, us getting back together. And I apologize. I did misspeak and Mark basically corrected me. So thank you. Yeah. January 30th, the night before rumble, I'm saying mania. Cause I'm sitting here talking and thinking about mania uh, a couple months. But yeah. So the night before rumble it, we, we get it back. And then I, what I thought yeah. was one and only, and here's Mark, here's Mark uh, uh, dropping, dropping the big ones. I guess, I guess we're going to get more of it. So that's, that's, that, that's some great news right there. It is Definitely good news. Is. 
And I'm glad you brought up Mania. Thank you, Justin, because that was going to be the next thing I was going to bring up is that, you know, the WWE unveiled the next three WrestleManias, Tampa, uh, Texas, and L.A., and I'm very, very excited about that. And I think that's a good plan by the WWE because they're going to have this year's WrestleMania in Tampa over the course of two nights, and they're going to have fans in attendance. I would think next year when they're in Texas, if, you know, it's still a question. We don't know 100% if things are going to be back to normal. But if you're having it in a venue that fills, uh, you know, has that fee- uh, sits 100,000 fans, even if it's at, you know, 25%, 50% capacity, you could still get a lot. And then you hope by the third WrestleMania in LA, things will be back to normal. Yeah, you, you certainly hope. And, you know, they don't normally do do this the way they did. They you know, Normally it's you wait until, you know, WrestleMania night and they show some great video package to reveal the following year. So, but yeah. I, but I do like them kind of um, uh, revealing the calendar the way they did of the, here's the next three with this year included. Cause it, I, I think cause of now more than ever, it gives people some hope and that's what we need. Hope. It, it gives you some, yep. yeah. It, you know, it's like, Hey, look, WrestleMania, you can't, you can't kill WrestleMania, you know, death taxes and WrestleMania. It's inevitable. So I like yep. that. It's, it's showing you, you know, it, obviously it all comes at the end of the day from Vince. WrestleMania is not going anywhere. And so I liked them uh, re- revealing the dates, and then yeah, you know, two two nights this year, and and they're, they're, the the rumor on the on the street is that they're going to have some kind of fans. Um, WWE hasn't officially said anything. The, the, again, the rumor is maybe something like twenty or twenty five thousand each night, um, and, and that's exciting. You know, uh, what I'm kind of interested to see this year specifically, and you know, April eleventh and and twelfth, uh, you know, those dates. You know, it's still ways away in the way things are changing every week. This will be a weird mania, though, if we don't have any of the international fans. That'll be interesting to see because there's, I mean, that's not a knock on us here in America, but those international fans, we know, man, they they, they got to work a little bit harder to get get here and they don't get to see WWE live events as often uh, as, as somebody in and they let loose. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not going to be an exciting crowd, but it just, that'll be just interesting because I, for somebody, I've been at the last, well, not counting this past year, the pandemic, but prior, I was at the last 10 or 11 manias and just the international fans are just incredible with the enthusiasm they bring. And and even the different perspective they bring again, because they don't get it as accessible, you know, they, they got to stay up to some odd ass times to watch sometimes yeah. compared to us who get to watch and then go to bed. So it's just the perspective they bring. And so that, that's a little thing that I was thinking about. I was like, man, I feel bad for them. And I'll be curious to see, uh, how it sounds or hear from people, how it's different. Um, but yeah, man, it's. I hope I, I hope we can get get to some normalcy. Man, I, I I we should put a poll up. Like, what is the chant that you want to hear in a live audience the most? This is awesome. Like you messed up. What's, I don't want. Well, you know, this is one? this is awesome. This is awesome. They can pipe in. Uh, you messed up. I, you know, I'm never a big fan of. Oh, let's, let's let's call out the guys and girls for having a misstep. It happens. Uh, what? Somebody who's been. Yeah. <laughs> no, no what? one. No one. No one. Here, 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 here's here's no actually one. the one I would say. Here's <laughs> the one I say. The one that they would never pipe in, but that I like it, and 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 and, and it's a great signal of. He's a heel. Is asshole. Oh. Uh, I mean, when you can get when you get when you get that asshole channel, Vince McMahon, or when you get that asshole channel, any any heel that is obviously doing their job, that's one they're never going to pipe in. But it's not 
it's not disrespecting the performer. It's not trying to trying to make make the chant about you, the fan. You're still playing into the show and giving love to the performer. That asshole chant, man, that's the one I miss. I want to get that one back. How, how about this one? One more match. One more, man. Well, you hear that every time. You know, you be hearing that all the time. Every time you're in the Thunderdome, you know which one I can't. Mark Mark, Mark Henry gets uh, Mark Henry gets robocalls. They're like, one more match, man. (laughs) It's true. You know which one? You know which one I can't stand. But honestly, Uh right now, like I, I'll I'll take you because we haven't had any live fans. (laughs) Is is fucking fight forever? Like. Fight for oh shut the fuck up with fight forever my goodness but you know right now I'll take it because I just want any kind of normalcy and 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 Justin you hit the you you hit the nail right on the head man I can't and I and I was on uh Sam Roberts podcast and we had this discussion I cannot go back and watch WrestleMania 36 now maybe there'll be a day 15 20 years from now where I can. But if I'm I'm if I'm scanning through the WWE network, I cannot watch WrestleMania 36. It was so heartbreaking. Think about it, Justin. Like when you that opening. First of all, they always do an amazing job, but this one in particular, that opening package for WrestleMania 36 for you know for those about to rock, and it just it, you're waiting for like you're just waiting and waiting for that for that open and that pyro, and it just goes to an empty performance center like. I just can't go back and watch that WrestleMania. Yeah, me neither. It, it, it's it's you're right because I, I I remember watching both nights and everything I watched. I mean, I was like such a I, I was such a like a petulant little kid. Everything I watched, <laughs> I'm like, oh well, if they were in a stadium, they could have done that. Like yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, Edge could have had Alter Bridge play into the ring there, and oh, oh the oh for those about to rock and the cannons fire, that could have fired out of the the boat at, at Raymond James. Day. Yes. I was I was such the Monday morning quarterback. Thank God I did not let anybody in the room be near me because I was such a little snarky shit. That I, I mean, I had to like put my tw- I had to put my phone down for me. I'm like I'm like I'm gonna embarrass myself on Twitter. I, it, it was like I wasn't even drunk yet. I was sober, but it was one <laughs> yeah. of those things. Like you know, when you get drunk, you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't be tweeting this, or I probably should be texting that. You know, I just I was like, I can't be tweeting while I'm watching this mania because I'm gonna start saying some things that I can't take back. And I was just I was so incredulous the entire night of like all the things that they could have been doing. I was like this damn virus, like. <laughs> You know, like as, as, as if somebody ordered up the virus just to piss me off and take my mania away. How self-centered well, can what, I be? Huh? People like when imagine we're fast forward and you're talking about the coronavirus as past tense. You remember when the coronavirus killed all the people and it, it's. It was it was such a hard thing to control, but once they finally found the cure for it, and everybody got immunized, and it was fine, and we were able to go on. Nobody's going to mention the Corona WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm guarantee you. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now that everybody's going to try to forget. Yeah, it's like going back in time and and. You don't want to talk about the Civil War. You don't want to talk about, uh, you know, World Wars. You don't want to talk about, like, people don't want to talk about it. Like, um, things that have happened that are negatively for all of us are the things that you just try to sweep under the carpet. You're just not going to want to hear it. 
you're 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 exactly right, Mark. There, there's like a you know you were mentioning you know real time you know worldly history things here, even just in the wrestling bubble. You know there's th- you know there's things like uh, you know there's like all right. Hogan and Warrior at Halloween Havoc. And we, we don't talk about that one. Uh, Mike Adamley on WWE TV is a talk. And we don't talk about that one. Yeah. And then it's like uh, the, 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 the Corona Mania. We, we don't talk hard. about that one. There's yeah. just some that just you don't speak about them. They're, 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 they're Voldemort, so to speak. And it's a shame because there were some really good matches attached to that WrestleMania. Like, like Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, I thought, was fantastic. And, you know, he you kind of don't go back and, and think about that match or talk about that match. And you know what? It's, it's honestly, it's going to, we're going to have to be way past this. Now, once maybe we get to the other side and we get to some normalcy and maybe some years are under our belt, I might be able to go back and like watch it. But for right now, I just can't do it. And, uh, and, and we'll see what happens also too. You know, you talk about some world events and the changes that we've been going through. You know, Wednesday night was a big night for the world and, you know, and, and, and the celebration that a lot of people were tuning into. It, it, it is a positive for our world, our community, our pro wrestling community, about the amount of people that did watch AEW and NXT this past Wednesday night. You know, it just seems that everything happens on a Wednesday night, right? And it's really affected the ratings for both those shows. But I was I was very happy to see for both AEW and NXT there was a rise in the ratings this past. You, you know why? You know why? Why? Because people were happy with the inauguration. <clears throat> Other than those uh two right wing races that went on social media and you know, cut promos and cried and it's our country. Like those people. Other than that, people were happy again. People f- saw hope. We just talked about that with WrestleMania in Dallas and in and, and L.A. Like when you see hope and you see change and you see people uh, being uh, tolerant of each other and not only tolerant but Saying, you know what, like my buddy, my brother Justin got a bad draw. You know, let's let's pray for him. Let's 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 big him up. Like, just to be able to do that and nobody think about what color the person is or what orientation they are or what religious belief, and you just going forward, like, yeah, people were happy. That's why the ratings went up. People were depressed the last couple of weeks and you know three weeks and uh the last thing people wanted to do is watch more television they turned the tvs off so tvs are coming back on now yeah i mean i was surprised dave to see the the, the viewership you know you know because you're right everything's been happening on wednesday uh you know i, I got to the point to where it's like god oh, if an asteroid's gonna hit it's gonna hit on wednesday and then knock tvs out this is this is what's been happening now. um uh, and real quick going go on way back because i want to you know when we're talking about axel and cover and soul musical performance we can talk about music later john legend and uh feeling good that performance he had wednesday night i went back and watched it at, you know in the celebration and at the inauguration uh that night fantastic uh yeah. but back to wrestling and john, well uh, yeah, speaking of wrestling john legend performing at wrestlemania 24 but you know yeah. it all There's comes that. back to wrestling justin it all comes back <laughs> uh, what is and it? he's six, a fan six, yeah like six, you six, know to see him and talk to him in the back like he was talking he, like, he could come on this show 
he loves wrestling. So I was like, man, that's good. It's not just uh, some guy or some girl that came on the show because they paid him because they had a hot song. But, you know, the Flow Riders and, and John Legends of the world, like uh, uh, Code Orange, like Jamie is a wrestling fan. Like that, man, with those three, as lately as I, I could think, like who I talked to, man, they, they really love wrestling. Yeah, John Legend, he, he's, he's up there. Yeah, six degrees of pro wrestling. It always comes back to pro wrestling. But yeah, I mean, AEW, uh, 854,000 uh, viewers. Uh, NXT, 659,000. Um, you know, uh, certainly an increase from what it was the previous week because they were both, you know, drastically down. Uh, and this, that's a good sign. That, that is a definitely a good sign to, to get the bounce back. And when, when you're competing with, you know, how many other stations are all carrying the feed of, of the inauguration and all the celebration behind it. And, uh, you know, both shows, I mean, AEW had some, again, had some, I say it all the time, AEW swings to the fences. They are either home run or I'm like, eh, don't know what that was. I think NXT has just found a solid footing of like NXT, you know, if you want bell to bell X's and O's pro wrestling consistently, I think NXT is your show. I like the way they're building stars. I think AEW gives you much more of a variety, uh, gives you much more of a mix pack if you want a little bit of everything. Um, so that, you know, that, you know, that was certainly uh, good to see because I, I was curious that if, if the numbers would, would go up or if they would you know hold to last week or even go down because, you know, you're competing against uh, a lot of uh, a lot of, you know, historical context. Justin, have you ever laughed as much in pro wrestling when you see little Brody Lee out there throwing the papers <laughs> and hitting people with kendo sticks oh. and his reaction every time for a little kid is pretty damn good i mean just like pointing at people and and you know just giving them the business like man like i laughed i barely laughed and and, and i was i was a little pissed though i mean there there's always one thing that's you know that people do that <sighs> I know what you okay, can I guess what you're going to You go? don't can know what it is. I I know what it is and cuz I felt the same way. There's nothing better than birthday cake. I love the taste of birthday cake. Oh. And they always got to destroy the cake. Why with people? Why would you do that to a perfectly good cake? That oh, cake looked God. delicious. The icing looked so good. I love the fact Man. that Brody Jr. was like telling people, calling people idiots because my birthday was three days ago. You idiot. <laughs> I laughed so yeah, hard. His, you know, like, I mean, there, there are grown men and women who their first times out in these situations, they rush, and, you know, because you, you don't want to miss your mark and, you, and you're nervous. And so this is an eight-year-old kid who he's got the time and he knows when to wait that extra second. And, and yeah, and the, the my birthday was three days ago and but look you gotta smash the cake that's like weddings and wrestling you can't have a <clears throat> well if there's anybody who objects to this wedding you can't just have crickets there's got i mean that's just a rule that's just a rule cake man. gotta smash it on somebody listen man I, I i as you know you can see me i've i've dropped i'm wasting away yeah you are not eating all the sugars that i was having like ever since wednesday i've wanted cake <laughs> I've I haven't had cake in probably um, three months. I want some cake, and it was all because of little Brody and his birthday. I mean, I've I've seen people have birthdays and stuff, and I've been, but it didn't do nothing to me. Now pro wrestling has made me want cake. 
Damn it. Uh, uh, all right, Justin, we got to, I mean, I, I, where did the time go? It's already 1030 for crying out loud. Gabby's yelling at me to break. So I apologize. So, um, she's the boss. Right. She's right. the boss. Josh started the segment. Josh Friedman, who is the, is the senior producer here on fight nation. He started, uh, the segment with a terrible take on Ax, Axel Rose. But after watching yeah, some of the inauguration, take. I'm going to say something. And I know people are going to kill me on this. And, Justin, you may kill me on this, too. And I'm a Jersey guy. But I got to be honest with you. I think I would take Bon Jovi Don't. over Bruce Springsteen. It's just, I mean, you know, I know everybody loves Bruce Springsteen. And I respect Bruce Springsteen. But I think I, I, I might take I would, Bon Jovi over too. Bruce Springsteen. No, that's absolutely fine. I thought you were, I thought you were going to tell me that like Bruce Springsteen was I, I thought you were going to say something that's going to piss me off. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm sorry. I, and I know the Springsteen fans are like a cult. But yeah, I, I, I'm fine with Bon Jovi better than Springsteen. <laughs> I mean, Bon Jovi's the man, dude. You Spring, kidding me? Springsteen has sold a garden out more times than anybody in history. That That's nice. I'm not denying his stats or his <laughs> bank account. Nice. I just can't get with it. I'm not. I just can't get with it. I'm sorry. I respect him. The guy's got some great beliefs, and I know you know he he gives a lot to charity and everything. But but John Bon Jovi, man, back in the day, you're you're younger than me, Justin. You put on you when you're with a girl in the '80s, dude. You had to put on you had to have some Bon Jovi in the car. I've met Bon Jovi. I've been backstage at his shows at a show of his before. That I got respect. I got respect for that dude. That dude. I mean, he's a he's a rock and roller uh, through and through. But he's also he that man's a businessman. The way he runs his operation. And, and and what's under his roof? I mean, that's I got mad respect for for John Bon Jovi, so I got no problem there with that. All right, all right, hot take, uh, Justin. As always, great segment, my friend. I enjoyed it. Love it. We'll all do it again all right. next week. All right, enjoy enjoy uh, Championship Sunday this weekend and everything else before Checks we get to the, the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah, for sure. Eight seven Checks seven. In the mail. Three, Listen four, to Gabby. Eight. Oh, by the way, Justin, before you leave. I did. Do you did, have you ever heard of a guy named Nick Houseman from wrestling? I've Inc? heard of him. Yeah. Heard okay. Of him. All right. Yeah. I did an interview with him yesterday. Fine man. But dude, I think he watch your back with that guy because he may hit you over the head with a chair or something. I think he's kind of gunning to get this segment on Friday. So just, you know, mm. just a, a, a public service announcement. Just look. I love Nick Houseman. He does a great job on wrestling Inc. But just. Be careful because I think he might be gunning for this segment. Watch. I got eyes man. everywhere. I'll hit him with my finish. They should there spar for it. Spar for <laughs> it. That's right. Spar with the bar. I love it. I know. Justin's our guy. Justin is our guy. Hey, everybody. This is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic buys it into Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Somebody that we're a big fan of, and we talked to her tag team partner last week, Mark, and now we're going to have the chance to toss to somebody who is a friend of the show, and now she has a championship title around her waist. Jersey girl, Tasha Steeles joins us right now. Again, one half of your Impact Knockouts tag team champions. Tasha, good morning to you. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Mark. How y'all guys doing? We're doing great. Good morning. First, you're 
stealing hearts and now you're stealing titles. You're just taking them. <laughs> hey, I, I won that title fair and square. We worked hard for that one. Well, that's true. That is true. Just a just a <laughs> term of endearment. But I, I tell you oh, what, I was I so you. proud of seeing you uh, win that title. I, I remember just a, a year and a, a year or so ago, um, Dave and I were hanging out with you in the back at a show, and uh, it's, it's been a long time. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm. You know, I'm 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 doing great, man. I'm I'm feeling blessed and you know, hard work paid off. I never gave up. Yep. Um, I never really listened to the, the bad criticism on me. I just kept going, you know, I kept doing me, I kept being the body go badass like I always am and just, you know, if opportunities wasn't coming to me, I was I was taking them anyway. So that's just that's was my attitude and look at me now, one half of the knockout tag champion. Amen. I see it. I see it. And you've you've done a lot of work. Uh, I've been watching you uh, develop. And even though you are already a very well seasoned wrestler, um, you've been getting better over the last two years. Like, what do you owe that to? Um, you know, I um, I it was it took a minute finding myself because um. At first, I was just like, you know, do I, can I be myself? Because, like, I don't want to, you know, get in trouble for too many things. And I, I, I feel like my trainer, he really, really brought that out of me. He was like, you know, you, you really can't listen to too many opinions too much because, you know, if you if you do that, then you ain't going to really be yourself and it's, it's going to be hard for you out here. You know, you have to be different. You have to make yourself different. And, um, yeah, shout out to Damian Adams. You know, he, he was really just pushing that Boricua badass to come out. And I was like, all right, well, if she come out, she's coming out. And she was like, you got to be different. And um, that's, that's what I did. You know, I just kept being myself and finding out what makes me different from the other girls because I'm not like the average girl, you know. Um, so I had to find what makes me different. And, you know, I'm from Jersey. I'm from North. And, uh, you know, we, we, we hood over here. So, uh, you know, I had to bring that out a little bit. Didn't want to scare too many people, but it didn't. So, you know, I'm good with it. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's what helped me change the last two years. You sound like Bernie Mac. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> want to scare y'all, but this is who I am. Yeah. You know, Mark, um, you know, having to have Tasha Steeles on this show, and she's been on this show a lot over the last few years, and, you know, she mentioned the name Damien Adams. And Damien Adams, uh, we, we talked about uh, him last week. We had Deanna Perrazzo on the show, and she was talking about Damien Adams. And, you know, it, it's good to, first of all, find a trainer that brings that, the best out in you. And it sounds like Damien was able to do that with you. But, you know, you, you deserve a lot of respect. It, it, it wasn't that long ago that I saw you for the first time. It's only like five years ago when you first entered the world of pro wrestling. And here you are. You're on national TV. People see you every uh, single Tuesday night, and you have a championship title around your waist. And I know there's been a lot of twists and turns over the last five years, but now you are where you're supposed to be, a champion. I mean, you know, how proud were you, you know, Saturday night, hard to kill, on pay-per-view, winning that title, and knowing that all this hard work finally paid off? I mean, I let me just say, I wasn't expecting within 
before I even hit my five years to be signed anywhere, you know, I, I still thought I had a lot of work to do and um, more pushing of myself. And I wasn't really expecting it, but, you know, I never gave up and, and I believed in myself more than anybody. And, um, you know, it's just, I see a lot of people and I read their stories and it takes them longer to even get recognized by a major company. And um, I, I just, I think my blessings every day, you know, sorry being religious, but you know, that's how I was, I was raised. No. Um, you know, don't, be, I, I don't you God ever be, don't ever, Tasha, don't ever be sorry <laughs> to bring that up. There's no, there's, there's no problem in doing that, please. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's how I was raised, you know, it always put God first. Um, and I just, I, I feel good because I'm where I want to be at the right time. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy and at hard to kill. Um, I put, I put my heart out there, you know, and I was able to work hard and I was able to win titles with someone who just, who busted their ass just as harder. Um, and Kiara Hogan and, um, I'm proud of us, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of us. And we are the first, african-american afro-latina uh women knockout tag champions and nobody can take that from us and that's what i'm more proud of wow that's awesome i i in this time that we live in where the world is changing and there's more love and more understanding of 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 the uh journey for uh the plight of the african-american afro the latino um culture is 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 i think that is 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 benefiting the world to to get behind a tag team like you guys uh i hope that y'all don't change i hope that you stay the same i like the aggressive uh athletic uh way in which y'all compete uh but I, i'm just hoping that y'all keep that edge keep that razor's edge sometimes success takes the edge away uh, do you feel like there's any chance in, in, in that happening? Oh, no. To me, <clears throat> I've said this to a few times to people. I, I To me, this is just the beginning of the race. You know, it, it's a lot of people like to feel because he's going to get signed and they get a title, they can relax. To me, it's completely different. You know, I feel like this is the beginning of the race for me. The gun had just went off. Now I'm running this marathon because I got a lot more work to do. Um, right now we're at the top of this mountain, which is the knockout division. You know, right up there with Deanna Perrazzo, where we have more work that we have to do. We have a lot to prove, and uh, we're going to do it. The only thing we're going to change, Mark, is that we're going to get better and better and better, and we're going to prove that we are the best women's tag team ever. Wow. You know, Tasha, t talk about Deanna Perrazzo for a second because she's a champion too. You guys kind of started in, you know, in Jersey together. You guys tra uh, trained together. You know, have you had a moment to share where, like, where you started from and where you are now? Um, I I did. We um we we had our we had our uh, emotional moment at Hard to Kill, and you know me. You know, I always tell people I'm a thug. I don't like to share them thug tears. You know, but um, <laughs> I had to do it anyway. And I just she was just so proud of me, and just like watching her get emotional for me made me get 10 times emotional because I'm like, man, you know, I, when I first started, she was helping me try to do a, a forward roll properly. And, and it was just like coming here now, 
you know, watching me win a title, being right there, watching me win a title. Like, I, I just I couldn't feel more proud of us um, working hard over these last few years. And um, but with all that emotion, I told her, I was like, you know, one day it's, it's, it's going to be finally me yep. and you. And it's not going to be the same Tasha Steeles that it was five years ago. It was a completely different Tasha Steeles. And um, I, I, I honestly can't wait for that match to happen. Wow. I think enjoy the moment and uh, keep on improving. Like uh, anybody that says that they made it and they can't get better need to get out of the business because the business is ever evolving. Uh, Do you feel like um, you've you've reached a plateau or you feel like there's a lot more room to grow? Oh, there's definitely a lot more room to grow. Um, You know, that's why I, I, I keep on training. I keep on working hard in the gym. I keep on practicing, you know, with promos and everything like that. You know, I just, I, I say, I always say that I have a lot more work to do. I never, I never just settle for anything. I never feel like I'm okay with what I'm doing. I always feel like there's work to do. There's always work to do with anybody. You know, you could be in this business for, you could be in the sport for like 15, 20 years and you still have a lot more work to do. You know, you got to keep people interested. You got to keep people wanting to see you more. So that's, this is how I feel. Talk about your tag team partner, Kiara Hogan. We spoke to her last week. And talk about how you guys got paired together and what's it like working with her the last few months? Um, Kiara and I, uh, see, we met we met about five years ago. We met actually at a tournament in New Jersey, which is crazy because it's like it's full circle now. We're winning a tournament together. Um, but we met at a tournament in Jersey and um the minute that we met, like, we, we just, like, hit it off as friends. And um, we would always see each other at shows. We would always hang out outside of shows whenever I was, like, around, like, in the South area. And um, we just became cool. We became close. And, like, I think it was, like, the last the last two years, I was really pushing myself out there. And um, I was talking to Kier, and I was like, hey, listen, you know, what's, what's the best way to impress everyone at, at, at impact? You know, like how, how can I get, you know, people like Gail and, and Tommy and Scott to see me more, you know, cause I know like, you know, sending emails and stuff like that is one thing, but I rather, in, you know, market in person. So right. she's just telling me like, you know, just keep showing up and, you know, just keep asking for opportunities. Even if it isn't there, you know, at least they'll see that you, you made the attempt to show up and you just didn't want to just come because whether you had an opportunity. So that's what I did. I I just showed up everywhere. You know, impact was around in the Northeast area. And it was just like, I think it was in December of 2019 where, um, you know, Gail, you know, they were just like, you know, we're we're interested in you. And, you know, that made my excitement level go all the way up. And um, when 2020 hit, you know, I, I kept, still showing up impact tables in Atlanta and, and everywhere. And, um, you know, I just, I didn't give up, you know, even though they said they were interested, I wanted to just keep showing my face, you know, I didn't want to stop there. And then when uh, the pandemic hit, I was just, you know, like, Oh man, like what am I going to do at this point? Cause you know, there's not going to be nothing for me. And I got a call from, from Tommy and he said, we have an opportunity for you. Can't guarantee that, you know, something's going to happen of this after this. But, you know, here's your opportunity. Do you want it? It's okay if you don't. And I had to think right there. I was like, listen, 
stuff like this don't come around too much. I know Impact is have safe protocols, so I uh, called Kiara up and I said, "Hey, you know, you're gonna be down here for taping." She said, "You know, yeah, I'll be there." And you know, I didn't really lead on too much from there. And I, you know, I showed up the same time as her and surprised her. And from there, they just saw they just saw how our chemistry was um, backstage, and they was just like, you know. Um, maybe we could do something with them. And, and I think Kiera, she was already trying to push that already. And uh, finally they were like, all right, we'll give this a shot. And I think after like we taped one, we filmed one thing and it was just like hitting a jackpot. So from there they were like, yeah, we're going to put you two together. And you know, the rest is history. Wow. That's so cool. You know, you mentioned Gail <laughs> Kim and you mentioned Tommy, like have they been kind of mentors for you in the locker room? Oh, man, Gail, she has just been the greatest. I mean, you know, she's a legend. And how can you not want to take any advice from this woman that has done it completely all, like literally done it all in her entire career? Um, she's guided us in, in, in so many ways, and I'm learning so much from her, um, you know, and just taking things to another level in, in a woman's perspective. So I, I truly love Gail. I love her being around. And um, I just love taking so much advice from her, and, and it helps me get better each time as well. Gail is when one of my oh. favorite wrestlers of all time. I mean, male or female. And I mentioned this probably a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, the series that she had with Awesome Kong is yep. uh, in my top ten sagas all time. Like, it's just... You can watch it over and over again. Tasha, when you look at, like, the impact, right? I mean, you, you figured you fell into impact at the perfect time. I mean, impact wrestling with this relationship with AEW and the buzz that it's created. I mean, the timing couldn't be better with you uh, a part of impact wrestling. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, speaking of AEW, you know, we're we're – you know, Kiara and I being the new knockout tag champions, you, you know, we, we, we looking for some more competition, you know. So if the women in AEW want to wanna step up to us, we have no oh. problem oh. proving them why we are the best women's tag team area ever. So, you know, Swole, you know, Velvet, Diamante, Ubelise, you know, any women's tag team in there. We don't care if you guys are put together. We don't got, care if you guys been together. Anybody, we don't care. We want to step Taking up and all, show come. you guys why we are the best. I mean, the good brothers, they 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 proven it. So 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 let the good sisters do it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I mean, this is what we need, Mark Tasha throwing the, uh, you know, throwing the challenge out there to the, the AEW's gauntlet. women's roster. I lo I love it. I love it, Tasha. It's always great having you on. Thank you so much. I'm going. To, where can I get the merch? How can I get a? How can I get a? How can I get a Kiara Hogan uh, Tasha Steele shirt? How do I get that? Well, you you could go to uh, shopimpact.com. There is a brand new Tasha Steele Kiara Hogan shirt available right now. Um, or you can go to uh, com. There's also a Fire and Flavor logo shirt available there and a headband. So, you know, either one. You know, pick up the merch today and uh, rock that fire and flavor.
I mean, I may need the headband, Mark, because you know I sweat when I do this show. <laughs> I mean, sweat I out your ass <laughs> doing the show. <laughs> I mean, to, I may need to get that. Tasha, so proud of you. I'm so happy that things have worked out. I'm, listen, I, I, I know the answer to this, Tasha, but I'm sure in the last five years there was never a time that you kind of doubted where this road was going to lead you to. Oh, absolutely not. You know, I, I already, I already knew that God had a plan for me. I just, I just needed to follow it. That's all it was. All right, Tasha all steals do. one half Listen. of your impact. That's it. That's all you got to do is open your ears. Tasha steals one half of your impact knockouts tag team champions. Tasha, good luck to you. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.